Hey everybody, Doug Addison here. Welcome to Spirit Connection. It is Wednesday, March 7th, 2018, and I'm so excited to release the prophetic word that is happening for this month and for the month of March and beyond. And also uh, just some something that's going to really help you if you happen to be struggling with uh, areas where you heard the Lord, you know you heard the Lord, but then you felt like it, you missed it because things changed or like it was going in one direction, things dried up. I have this word and this strategy that, that I'm releasing this month that is really going to really help you to get a recovery plan from heaven and things have gone off track maybe for the first four of the last four years for some people. So you can chat in your questions if you're live with us. And we have our IC team, that's Inlight Connection team on tonight. And they'll be, uh, we'll be uh, sharing the questions with me a little bit later. We'll do a Q&A uh, later in the broadcast. But my website is DougAddison.com. And you can stay connected with me on Facebook, The Doug Addison, Instagram and Twitter, Doug T. Addison. And also follow my daily prophetic words, hashtag daily prophetic. And you can check out my Spirit Connection podcast as well. And listen, or subscribe uh, if you want on iTunes. All right, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you that even if things are, are listened to later, no matter what time, you are outside of time. So this prophetic word is still alive, no matter what. But right now, we ask that you would send your power, send your rain, send the, the, uh, the wind of the Spirit, send the wind of change. I ask now in the name of Jesus, blow things into place for us. Amen. Well, you know, the prophetic word for this month is uh, normally the wind of change comes this time of year, every year. It's an angel that I watch. I've been watching this angel uh, for a few years comes between March and, and April, May, but it started, actually, the wind of change started blowing this year back in December. And right now, it's not like the before. Like what I've seen previously was a strong wind of the Spirit. This is, I'm just speaking symbolically. It was a strong wind of the Spirit, and it would, like, you know, move things into place. But now, listen, the Lord is moving in subtle ways right now, and it's it's like beneath the surface, and and uh, it's the enemy who's trying to get you to think that the storms are real. You know, the it, it, enemy's trying to make you think the storms, uh, you know, are, are coming, uh, you know, uh, and, and they're real. But the Lord, I tell you, the storms are actually a distraction for that subtle voice of the Lord that's being released right now. I'm hearing some of the most powerful prophetic words in, in my times, but I have to slow, oh boy, I have to slow down and listen. They're not that loud right now. But... Listen, I saw people in a vision standing before closed doors waiting in the darkness. And these were the ones who have been given strategies, maybe even strong prophetic words from the Lord that had started out, but they never came about. The doors are about to open for many of you right now who feel like this is for you. And the strategies to get you set free are starting this month. And so... Uh, look back now, March of 2014 is what the Lord said. Go back four years and look because four years ago, God started to do some things and, you know, it looked like it was going to happen, but then something dried up. I went back in my journal. Sure enough, four years ago, uh, March 2014, I had just come from Prophet Bob Jones' funeral, his graveside service, where I got healed, dramatic healing. I mean, I was like healed like that. Bobby Connor was praying for me, and, and we all stopped to pray for each other because we felt the wind come, and uh, Bob used to always say, did you feel the wind? And so we're walking away. We felt the wind, and we're standing right there. So we just turned around and prayed for each other. Bobby prayed, and I, I tell you, a blue flash of light shot up between us, and I got healed instantly. Now, I also had some encounters after that that I thought it was going one way, and then suddenly things shifted. And I was like, wow, I'm not sure what that was. But now these things, I'm telling you, it's not just for me. This happens to me. This is the type of uh, prophetic person I am. I live these things out. And then I tell you what's happening because I'm experiencing them too. And I, it's the live it out prophetic words. And so right now, I, well, I just want to say this. 
I actually got healed. I've been suffering for several years of uh, major afflictions with Lyme disease and, and multiple chemical sensitivity. Now, I got healed last year of that. I mean, I was chronic and I got a radical healing. And I was still left with about 85 to 90% of my immune system, about 10%, not up to speed. I still wasn't able to travel. And that was um, until just when I got this prophetic word last month, I tell you, I'm the sign. I got healed with my immune system like that just a few, just last month. And I, I'm, I'm just declaring that it was a sign. It's evidence that what's coming, what started in 2014 is now going to come in your life. Doesn't have to be March. Could be the entire year. Just go back and look in the spring or even after that. Let the Lord show you if this applies to you. But my hunch is, oh yeah, it sure does. And the Lord said that he's now going to, if you press in and ask him, he'll give you a recovery, uh, recovery plan. Now, here was one of the financial ruin uh, plans of the enemy back from 2014. The Lord showed me that in 2014. There were people who were called to do amazing things. And they were uh, given strategies and, and different things. These were high level. Uh, this is a high level deceptive attack of the enemy that came in the form of, of words that sounded like they were from the Lord, but they were not. These were, I mean, high level. Uh, and so people who had these strategies ready to release them, uh, especially financial, because four years ago, we, did, we weren't in the position we are now. You know, we're in a position right now where we need finances. You know, we need these things for the kingdom. But then what happened is similar to Luke 18, 22, when Jesus said this, you... Um, you still lack one thing. Sell everything that you have and give it to the poor and you will have treasures in heaven. Then come follow me. Now listen, that was the deceptive word that went out there. That's what Satan does. He'll take the word of God. That's how he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. He took the word of God itself and he distorted it. He took it out of context or out of timing. And the Luke 18, 22 thing, it might not have been that exact word uh, or verse, but it was this thing where go sell everything and people sold everything too soon. Uh, and uh, the strategy for bringing the financial ruin to those you know, who had a call to do things, to sell it too soon, uh, happened a few years ago. And now those who, uh, they knew someday that this was gonna happen. They've been waiting for the someday, someday, because it never came. Many of these mis uh, wonderful people misinterpreted the prophetic word, they sold everything too soon, or a couple of things happened, or some of them weren't uh, really called to sell everything physically. They were called to sell it all in the spirit, you know, emotionally and physically, I mean, uh, spiritually. And so that they, so many of them went into a time of seclusion, not making money. And this resulted in the, in the financial ruin of people who are now, you know, you're supposed to be positioned right now to be doing that thing, the desire of your heart that the Lord was going to release to you. But the enemy got in there. Now, don't worry, because i got a plan to get you out of this. But the Lord has been calling people right now. He's calling people to, um, to build up your finances, not to sell it all, not to be in fear. I've heard so many people like, oh, no, you know, uh, we're going to see the financial crash and uh, the market crash. Get out of that. Get out of the fear stuff. Fear is a demon. Don't even listen to fear. Do not. Only listen to the fear of the Lord. Only listen to the Lord. Don't listen to these false prophecies that are out there uh, telling you to sell it all, telling you to, you know, to not do things that the, you know, uh, and do it all out of fear. I just want to say, listen, this might be you who went through this, but maybe you're one of those. These are some of those that I saw standing before the closed door in the darkness, hidden in darkness. And the Lord has not forgotten you. Not everybody in that vision uh, matched this. Some of them were the ones who sold it all too soon. Others were the ones who have been waiting on the Lord and you heard something four years ago and it hasn't taken place yet. Or maybe it's your story will fit this as well. But this is the time that God wants to give you the recovery plan. And this is the time that he's going to give you a strategy to make the money up. And many people have been waiting for God to repay them just automatically, but it doesn't usually happen that way. Instead, they went into a time of seclusion. They went into, into a time of like going into their hole. And that's on February 2nd. 
I tell you, uh, this was right. I got a lot of these prophetic words around in February. It was after Groundhog's Day. Now that's in the U.S. We celebrate a crazy day this celebration, but the groundhog comes out, and if he sees his shadow, he goes back in his hole, and we have six more weeks of winter. Now there was also a movie with Tom Hanks produced about this, about a guy who woke up every day and had to work out his stuff until he got it all worked out. Uh, but I tell you, the Lord is doing something new, and it's important that we don't act like the groundhog and and because of fear. The groundhog went back in its hole into seclusion, ran away because of fear. We have to break, break, break out of fear, and it's time to break through these things, the things that have held us back in previous seasons. Now, God is going to release the new season to you. And those who have not been embracing the pain of change, uh, you know, I think you need to. It's time to embrace the pain of change and not complain about why things aren't going the way you thought they would or the way you thought they, the way you think they should. Embrace this. God's bringing something new. I myself, I'm a new wineskin. I've had to change. I've had to find the new things in this new season. You know, you can change right now. Listen, ask God to reveal the things that are causing you to have these repeated trip-ups, maybe failures, sicknesses. Ask Him. I did. I got my breakthrough. And and there's going to be some things that's going to cause the door to open. I'm going to release a little bit more in just a minute. But here's what I heard the Lord say. This has been a time of the perfect storm, but He's now releasing the perfect solution. The enemy of our soul has launched a perfect storm against us and Satan has overplayed his hand trying to get you discouraged, trying to get your eyes on what God is, uh, uh, get your eyes off of what God is doing. And starting in March, the Lord says, I'm now release, releasing the perfect solution to your perfect storm. And you know, a, a perfect storm is... Uh, it's spiritual warfare. It's when uh, tragedies and traumatic events, uh, all these different things come at, from different directions, but they hit at the same season. That's the perfect storm. There was also a movie about that, about, you know, like the several storms hit all at once. And we're now seeing these super storms as an evidence that these are the storms that the enemy is sending against us as these super storms are prophetic of that. But listen, in Mark 4, 35 through 41, read it. What Jesus did when the storm came and hit the boat, he was asleep in the belly of the boat. He rested in the midst of it. He did not get in fear. He got up and he said, peace be still to that storm. He took authority. And watch as God's going to now start releasing the strategies in your life that's going to allow you to prosper in the midst of a storm. And it's, a, it's time to recover it all. The enemy has been hitting you too hard. And now God is going to strike back with a plan of blessing, peace, and authority. That's what Jesus did. He got up. He spoke that peace. He took authority and it brought a blessing to the, uh, to the boat because it saved their lives. But right now, I tell you, this is a time that the Lord is going to, in fact, I'm going to stop right here and release to your storm, to the storm in the worlds right now, the storm around the world, the storm happening everywhere. I'm going to release this word right now. Peace be still in the name of Jesus. I speak to fear to cease. Go, fear to go. Peace to your storm and rest in the midst of it. I tell you, I've been, uh, I've been in the midst of a, a uh, storm. I, it's been a big storm. But in the midst of it, I've had peace I've, I just have decided I'm going to believe the Lord. I don't care what everything else looks like. I know the Lord spoke to me clearly a few months ago about what's about to happen to me right now. And everything looked opposite. I know that's called breakthrough. I've been doing this long enough to know breakthrough happens when uh, it, breakthrough happens when the enemy tries to get you to break down. If you're ready to break down, break through. Stand up, speak to that storm, and break through. It's coming right now. And so uh, it's going to be a really good, uh, it's going to be a good time. And last month, I want to just give you a little update. The prophetic word I released last month was called, let the days of justice and repayment begin. And in, in one of the encounters I had in January and February, I saw the courts of inheritance in heaven. These are court sessions were happening over people everywhere. 
and the prophetic word I released, you can see it on my blog, was about the significance of the seed dying and falling to the ground in order to produce more seeds. Now listen, that was a word I released in February. This happened in one case with our dear father uh, of the faith, Billy Graham. He passed away in February and the Lord has spoke, spoke to me last year that when Billy Graham returns to heaven, his mantle for evangelism will explode into a million gifts and assignments. I saw it. I saw a vision of it. But the Lord said it wouldn't be until, it wasn't when he died, it wouldn't be until his body went into the ground. And that happened at the day of his burial, March 2nd. And something just happened. I tell you, the explosion, a seed has to die and go to the ground before it will produce a greater level. Now, the, the courts of inheritance, listen, receiving the gifts and assignments from other people, maybe other people have passed in your family or something like that. Don't be discouraged right now. I know we have to grieve and things like that, but the courts of inheritance are in session and it's a process of the book of your purpose. It's called the book of your purpose. The Lord is releasing. It's your book of life. It's being released over you right now and it's being opened and amazing change is coming. But I tell you, it, old things have to die. Even when Jesus released the new strategy for himself, he came and he did his three years on earth and then he was going to release the, the new strategy and go to heaven and then let the Holy Spirit come to earth. But he had to die. And that was in John 12, 24. He said, I tell you the truth, unless a kernel of seed, a kernel of wheat dies and falls to the ground, it remains a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. The Lord said this to me last month, and I, I was on my, uh, it was on my blog and, and the Spirit Connection webcast. He said, those of you, listen, you have died spiritually. Die spiritually right now. Allow me to work things in your life. Let the old fall away. Because of this, you're going to produce new seeds in my kingdom. And uh, those who have loved their life, you know, you've been holding on, holding on. Listen. The Lord is going to honor that. He, he honors people who have uh, lost things. Uh, who have, he honors people who have given it all for the kingdom. You know, as Jesus was telling me these things, I suddenly understood John 12, 24. There were people on earth who had to die at a certain time so that their seeds would produce more seeds. And I went in from there and saw people who had died before their time. Then again, there's Billy Graham. He didn't die before his time. He died right on time. And he died at a time that the Lord says he's needed now. And his seed, his evangelistic gifts, that's what the seeds are, are going to now explode. Think about it. Jesus had to do the same thing. He had to die before the explosion of the Holy Spirit happened after that. So get ready now. These are the ones who were in the vision, the ones that I saw standing before the closed doors were also the ones who are about to receive these things. The court of inheritance. In other words, it might be from your family, might be from spiritual fathers and mothers, might be from people who laid their gifts down and never used them. Those are going to be redistributed along with this uh, right now. And so it's an exciting time. And now I want to release the strategy. Of if you've lost anything and you're identifying with anything I'm saying, I had an encounter and I had a vision that uh, those people who were called to be part of the new moves of God and their new revivals that's coming. They're also known as those. There's many people who were, who were called to support financially these things. And it's also known as the Joseph anointing. Early in Joseph's life, that's the son of Jacob, one of the 12 tribes of Israel. Early in his life, he had dreams and the Lord showed him he was going to have great authority and, and even it would impact the whole world. But in Genesis 41, he was so far away from what it looked like from the fulfillment of those prophecies and those dreams. In fact, he was in prison. He was in darkness. He's standing before a closed door. And, you know, uh, the Lord was holding him back, waiting for him to come on the scene at the right time. And he interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh and brought a great change to the world. He had not only interpreted a dream, he released the strategy of the Lord to save the world, to save Israel, to save people from, a, from, the, uh, uh, from an incredible famine and death. And so 
I saw those people, the Joseph type of people. I didn't want to call them that because people get in their head. They get in their head about, oh, they think I know. I think I know what that means. But I'm telling you, the Lord says I'm releasing something new over the Joseph people anointing. And many people who had no idea that they were called to are suddenly going to see that door fly open in front of them. And others who were part of it lost money. I'm just saying it's time now to get out of the spiritual prison of fear and doubt and know that you've, you've actually heard the Lord uh, and position yourself in front of the door that it was closed. Get ready for, the, to, um, to, for that door to open right now. The Lord's going to give a command that the light of the Lord is going to come on all of a sudden like that and the open door is going to be uh, released in front of you. And now this is happening right now. It's starting right now. And God's bringing his light to those uh, that he saved for the last, this uh, for, for this harvest. This is one of the biggest revivals we're about to see in history is about to happen. It's going to cost us a lot of money. Plus, we're seeing humanitarian purposes. We're seeing cities wiped out overnight, or we're seeing people without insurance and floods and terrible things happening because we're going to need finances to recover people. We can't rely on our government. We have to have the, the body of Christ. We have to have the kingdom of God in function here. And uh, we, we need to be able to come in with the financial backing to help people in humanitarian needs and in, in, uh, global needs right now also to get ready to finance the future revival and uh, for, and God's going to do something. So here it is. This is the Lord showed me in an encounter in February that there has been a process for those who have this calling of financial blessing. It's also known as the Joseph people. Now, those of you who have heard the Lord on things, but you found yourself standing in front of the closed door or like, like uh, Joseph, you found yourself in the prison instead, I've got good news. Now, this is found, this strategy the Lord gave me is found in Matthew 6, starting around verse 22, and it runs through Matthew 7. Let me just read a couple of these verses and release these five powerful steps the Lord gave me. Every time I'd read and write this, I would get so sleepy. The heaviness of the Lord would come on me. Uh, and I know that, the, that there's something that's going to be released over this. Matthew 6, 22 and 23. Jesus starts this out. He says, the eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Now listen, the Lord is talking about the prophetic gift here. He, that's what the eye is. The eye is the lamp of the body, and the body is the body of Christ. See, many prophets have been rejected from the body of Christ, and we've now gone into a dark vision. This is what the Lord is saying here. And that we, we have the light of the Lord, but even Jesus says, you know, you might have the light here, your body... If you have the light within you, but if it's dark because you don't have the prophetic operating in your life, or in, in this is personal, church, government, and, and worldwide, then we, we could be in a darkness. And that's the condition of the people who were standing in front of the dark, the dark closed doors. It's also the condition of the church why we haven't been able to go into revival. And it's also the condition of people who uh, have been had the Joseph anointing and that you need to now clean this up. So here's what we do. We need to have clear eyes or the ability to have eyes to see, like Jesus said. People's visions grew dim and they were in darkness. And this is from uh, this is not the kind of darkness from re rejecting the Lord like people might think. This is the time that Joseph was in prison where you're alone. This is the, the groundhog day. This is where people ran away in fear and went in their hole. Um, and this is for many different reasons. The Lord might have pulled you into a Job season, whatever it is, right now. Ask the Lord to give you those clear eyes. The next part, next verse, Matthew 26, 24, Jesus says, No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. All right, many people who have been go that have been going through this time right now, the reason God has pulled you back in front of the the dark door or, or pulled you into the dark time is to, is to purge us from 
the spirit that's on the world right now, the spirit of money. It's also known, Jesus called it the spirit of mammon. And God is now releasing people. He pulled us back from the world so that, even though we had the call, remember that, uh, that Joseph had the call from the time he was a young boy, he had a dream. And then what happened is um, he needed to get some of the things worked out in his life before he could actually fulfill the dream. Now, certain things would start just like with Joseph, study it. Study Genesis, uh, you know, 36, 38 through 41, I think it is. And you'll see what I mean, that you'll see that there was some things that had to work out of his life or keep them on hold or get them ready. And so right now is a time that God's purging us of the world system money, uh, or maybe even greed with some people or that spirit. Just it's not a, it's not, this is not a big rebuke over you or anything. This is the Lord ready to set you up. I know he's had to do this with me over the years. Uh, not just that I had a bad spirit or anything. It's just, I had a, I was, came out of business and I had a business understanding for a long time, a business mindset. I had to shift that into the kingdom mindset. And some people get too heavy into the kingdom mindset. And they're expecting God to give it all to them and they need a little bit of business. So, you know, we need to now cross pollinate and get into this. And uh, so here comes the next one. Next verse, Matthew 6, 25, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or your body, or what you are aware. Is not life better than food and the body more than clothes? So it's important to trust the Lord right now. Do not doubt, do not fear, do not worry. Things are gonna work out and God is gonna open the door for you. Now, let's shift here to Matthew 7, 1 and 2. This goes right in order. And this, uh, you know, the, the delineation of verses or chapters and verses was actually done uh, centuries later. Uh, and so this probably shouldn't have been separated. This is all one section here. But Matthew 1, uh, Jesus talks, he says this, Do not judge, and you will not be judged. For the same measure that you judge others, you will be judged. And the measure that you use, it will be measured to you. Now, this is all in the context of the eye being the lamp of the body of Jesus saying, don't worry, you know, get rid of your judgments, get rid of your love of money so that now, listen to this part, do not judge. The process of recovery for you to get out of this is to get rid of judgments. You know, many people haven't realized that this is causing the financial flow to stop. You can read uh, Luke 6, 36 through 38 or 41 even. And you'll see that that's exactly what will cause the financial flow to stop to you. And this is why we're calling, another reason why we're calling the 40-day fast right now. We're fasting for California. We're fasting from negativity right now. Many people have, are doing that. But I'm telling you, this is about stepping away from the judgments out of our mouth and that God's going to, as we do this, because that measure we will be judged, God's going to shift some things around. Now, this process for recovery, uh, to get rid of judgments and, and, and watch things to open up. Then Matthew 7, 7. Listen, this is where it is. This is the activation step that Jesus says. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. You're going to need to take a proactive step with the Lord and ask for. You want to ask, seek, and knock. That's what I, I you've heard me talk about this a lot. ASK, it's an acronym. It's right out of Matthew 7 7. It doesn't say sit on the couch and wait for God to open the door. It doesn't say fast and fast and fast and God will open the door. No, it says ask, seek, and knock. That means be proactive right now. Step out, seek wisdom. Revelation, knock on some doors and watch and see what happens. This is all in that same context of getting a breakthrough. So here's the five steps. I'm going to pull them all together for you and release it over you as well. But here's the five steps is that um, from Matthew 6, 22, all the way to Matthew 7, 7. Ask God to give you a clear vision. That's the eye of the body. Ask him to activate your ability to see and hear him. The next step would get healed of love, the love of money or the world system of finances. The next step, trust and do not worry. It's what the Lord said. The next step, do not judge others 
And by the way, if you have a judgment, you need to lay your gift down and go to that person and let it, you know, reconcile. And finally, ask, seek, and knock for this strategy. And I'm telling you, the Lord is releasing this right now, this five-step strategy to either get out of debt, to, um, to open things up where things were going one way and they stopped, Maybe you have the Joseph anointing and it's gone the other way. Maybe you've been standing in front of that closed door. Maybe you got duped and deceived by the sell it all too soon. I don't know. There might be five or more things there, but the Lord says, here's your strategy to get out of it. And some people got angry. They started, you know, instead of the five-step strategy, they started using the five-folded, you know, the fist, the five-folded strategy to get mad. If you get mad, you're moving into judgment. If you get mad at God, you need to get out of that stuff. Don't use the five-folded. You ought to use the five-fold process right now. And so I'm going to pray and release this over you. And then I got a little bit more prophetic word to release. Lord, we release this five-step process. First of all, those who are hidden in darkness, those who have the Joseph anointing, those who were deceived and sold everything too soon and now in financial ruin, those who are called to something new but hasn't opened yet and they're standing before the closed door, those who have been placed in prison, uh, maybe house arrest or people haven't understood you, those who have been waiting for God to do something new, you've had promises, but like Joseph, it looks opposite now. Those who need to activate these things right now, I release the anointing the Lord gave me in this encounter. I release it to you right now, right now. The ability to hear and see the ability to get the anointing right now to get healed of any issues of the world and money system. It's okay to have money. See, that's another thing you need to get healed of is it's the love of money that's the root of all evil, not money itself. My goodness, people get all upset and you talk about prosperity. That's insane. It is absolutely insane. When, because uh, you know how I know this? And I'm not stereotyping right now. I, I want to say this in all due respect is uh, this poverty thing. I don't know where we got it, but uh, the Jewish people that I've talked to, in fact, I heard, I read in a book about a rabbi who said, you know, I, it's not the Messiah I don't understand about Christians. It's your whole poverty mentality. He, says, he said, because we Jews believe that worship, that finances is actually worship to the Lord. And I tell you, that's a lie that says you can't have money. That's a lie to say they had to sell it all if you're out of the, God's timing. He might say it. He told us to do it once couple times sell it all but it was specific word and it wasn't everything it was you know I'm just saying right now trust the Lord right now to break off this, these lies trust the Lord and do not worry do not judge others if you have judgments now think about it if you're judging others if you're mad at God you'll want to get rid of that judgment if you're mad at God because you've been in front of a closed door I tell you you know what you're gonna do later you're gonna to want to repent and ask forgiveness because the Lord's going to open. Now we say, ask, seek, and knock. We're going to ask, seek, and knock. Lord, we ask you to open the strategy, open our eyes. We ask you now, and we knock on the door and say, release the strategy. Release the strategy. Release the strategy. In Jesus' name. All right, I got a couple more prophetic words I want to release here. Then we'll go into a Q&A and talk about some of the things that's going on this month is um, February 28th was the 17th year anniversary of the late prophet Bob Jones. He had a face-to-face -face encounter with Jesus in Redding, California. And I knew Bob. He'd have face-to-face -face encounters all the time. And most of the prophets, I'm telling you, most of the seers and prophets who had these encounters, they've only had a few, actually. They, yeah, they, they have encounters in heaven and the visions, but this was a face-to-face -face encounter February 28, 2001, the day of the Seattle earthquake. And I watched the video of Bob Jones. And this is why we actually, um, uh, my wife and I saw this video and we sold it all, so to speak. We did. And we, the Lord said, you're going to help him fulfill that, Bob Jones. And I didn't even know him, you know, and I'm an out of work vineyard pastor living in the San Francisco area. And this is in 2001. We started in Light Connection, what we're doing today. And we're still doing it. And I had no idea that, that God would open up the relationship with Bob Jones, who's now in heaven. But God would have since then open up 
oh my goodness, strategies and strategies, but check it out. This is why we started, is that Bob prophesied there would be a, the earthquake in Seattle would be the awakening that would be the part of the coming of the great revival. And he saw something. He saw three prophetic training centers starting. He said it would be from Redding, California, all the way up to um, Kelowna, British Columbia. He saw the, these prophetic training centers to raise up young people and train them in the prophetic. Now, of those three, one of them is still active. That's Redding, California. The Bethel Church in Redding is, and that's where Bob was, by the way, when he got that in 2001. He released that word right there. And <clears throat> I tell you, the day of the 17-year anniversary, I saw the wind of change blow two of these. They, Bob called them, he was a seer. So this is Bob language. This is Bobonics, I call it. Bob said there was three eagle's nests in the Pacific Northwest. And an eagle's nest was a training center for the prophetic. So you'd raise up the eaglets. And so I saw two eagle's nests blow from the Northwest down to Santa Maria, California and Vacaville, California. Now, I haven't released this anywhere. In fact, I saw this on a webcast. I was doing a webcast uh, with uh, Keith. Uh, uh, let's see. I think it was a, oh yeah, it was with uh, with the call with, uh, I'm sorry, I'm really getting hit with the anointing right now. Uh, when we did the 40-day fast, these are my friends. I can't even say their names. But anyway, I was doing the webcast with them and I'm looking at this and uh, I'm looking at at this happening, and I released it on that webcast, but I don't think anyone knew what I was talking about. And I released it then, but the Lord is saying, He's shifting things right now. And uh, this is the time. Watch for Vacaville, California to suddenly start raising up even more, even more. Watch for Santa Maria, California to become one of the wellsprings of the prophetic activity and training. Watch these things happen. Oh my goodness, we still have our office in Santa Maria. In fact, in the vision, that um that that we shared earlier about the fast the lord said there was three prophets one for central from central and that was me but i live in la but my office the lord told me bob jones called me on the phone uh in 2008 and said you're going to move to santa maria and I, you need to go there and open up a portal and, and it's going to be part of uh he said is it really important uh that, to align something for the coming great revival and these things happened. We moved there for, uh, you know, in 2009, we, uh, had, we lived there for four years. Then we moved back to L.A., but our office is still there. We still have a presence there. And God is now doing this new thing. And, um, and so right now it's so important. This is why California is important. And some people are, one of our intercessors and team members said, you know, people get jealous that they're always hearing about California and maybe even jealous. We need to break that. This, I tell you, almost all the revivals in North America started in California and they spread to the world. The Jesus People Movement, uh, Azusa Street Revival. There's been so much. Uh, Amy Simple McPherson went around the world, started in, I mean, the, the Foursquare Foundation went around the world. There's so much that started here. And the Lord wants to do it right now. I keep hearing the Lord say, California is once again going to be a birthplace for revival. It's similar to the Jesus People movement of the 1970s. That was the last known salvation and healing-based revival. We've had moves of God, but it's been since the 70s since we've seen a revival. And the Lord showed me, I've been, I wrote this in my Prophetic Forecast, Volume 3, and, uh, and the others, actually, I've been talking about the new Jesus people movement that's going to be coming geared towards the new rainbow people. Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about gay and lesbians here, uh, but they might be involved because the Lord says the new rainbow people are those uh, like the first rainbow people, the hippies. They were, uh, they were rebellious and negative towards the, the establishment, the establishment towards authority. And then the Lord got a hold of them. And that group of rebellious people had ignited a revival. But God wants to raise up a new rainbow people now. These are people of many backgrounds, many colors, tattooed, pierced. Yes, the LBGTQ. There's so many people. I know that's a radical statement to say, but what 
We serve a radical God. Who could say God can't touch anybody? And I'm telling you, I will stand up and say, do not judge what God's about to do. So the, neg the spirit of negativity was ruling our airways. And that's why I'm calling people right now to step away from negativity. And we're calling people to a negative talk and a negative thought fast. And, and so uh, if you want to see or, or hear about this whole thing, I mean, I, I want to still have time for Q&A, uh, but um, you can go to my website, um, DougEdison.com, and um, I have a video on there uh, about the whole thing, uh, when, when it all came together, and um, the, the um, Lou Engle, hey, there it is, uh, Keith Ferrante and Lou Engle, I like, was in a la-la land, that's when we started, I mean, we came together uh, just in the month of February, I was healed when all this stuff started happening, and there's something going on right now, go to DougAddison.com, you can do forward slash uh, CA fast, or just click on the fast, and you can see the video, the the one hour where Lou Engle, myself, and Keith, we released this, and that's where I get the prophetic word about the 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 uh, uh, training centers moving around as well. Anyway, right now you don't you can you can just join this at any time, and um, but we're we're fasting from negativity. Some people are fasting from food. We're releasing a joy that's going to come March first to April 9th or April 7th, yeah, April 9th. And that's actually during Passover as well. The Lord told me to say this because my next spirit connection's after Passover, during Passover. And so watch for the heavens to open April 30th through, Mar to, uh, excuse me, March 30th through April 7th. Passover this year is going to be a, wow, it's going to be a powerful one. So Lord, we actually impart this word. We impart all that you're doing. This was a big word and there's power. I hear things. I heard, I hear curses breaking. I hear things uh, flying around right now. There's all kinds of good things happening. That's why I went on a little bit extra, extra in Jesus name. Amen. Wow. Uh, I'm just excited about this. Uh, we had just a couple of announcements to do. Uh, my birthday. It's my birthday tomorrow. 3-8. That is 3-8. That's why we're doing 38% off starting tomorrow through the 10th, I think it is. Uh, uh, not that I'm 38 years old, but I wish I was. But uh, I'm actually turning 59 tomorrow, and uh, the Lord is uh, blessing us. I just want to pass on. the. We do it every year. 38% off. Uh, anything in our store, just use the coupon code DUG38 at checkout, and that's through March 10th. Also, Understanding the Courts of Heaven Part 2, that's the replay of the webinar, or the training that we did. We just did Do Not Miss This. is so powerful. How to present your case before the Lord. And it's the advanced level. You can get one and two. Uh, and we're offering... The, um, the part one and two before March 31st. You'll want to go get these because they're going to go away after March 31st. You won't be able to get it. Also, this month we have our team pick. You know, our staff and team pick is, um, is the Dream Crash Course. And understand your dreams now. It's an online course I've developed on how to interpret dreams. Like dreams like flying, falling, your teeth coming loose, showing up late, all those, you know, those things. Anyway... Be sure to donate if you if you we are blessed by what we do. You could actually give to it and give to what we do. We're uh, we're a nonprofit ministry. <clears throat> you can hit the donate button at dougaddison.com or become a partner with us. And uh, those are people who donate every month, and I do some special stuff for you. And I put you on my prayer list. I, I pray for the partners that are students every single day. And ask God to open the heavens up over you and for you. It's very powerful. And um, okay. Hey, um, Pam now. It, she's in the chat room, by the way. Uh, some people, someone asked why is it Pam is the only person who could ask questions. That's because she works for her. She's not the one asking all the questions. That was so funny. Anyway. Excuse me. Pam's in the chat room right now, and or the team's in the chat room. Pam pulled these over for me. These are the different questions <clears throat> that I want to go over, and here we go. I feel like I am, uh, like I'm a racehorse ready to run, but uh, I'm in a holding pattern. What do I do? I'll tell you what to do. Listen to this webcast again. That's what you do. Get the five things and get this released over you. It's going to really help. Mimi asks, why do I always feel agitated when I try to uh, sit still and pray? Well, a couple of things. 
It might be that you're not designed to sit still and pray. I'm not designed to sit. Notice I'm bouncing around. I'm not designed to sit still and pray. Uh, so it might be that you need to walk and pray or, you know, move around. That's what I do. I get up and walk around and pray and I begin to, to pray in different things. Just try that. Or it might be something like a, you know, like a, some type of attack against you. So begin to pray and ask God to reveal to you what Satan doesn't want you to see about this agitation. Probably is cause, see, the enemy will attack you in the area of your strength. So you are probably called to, to, to be a prayer and intercession, uh, but you just need to get a new strategy on how to do it. All right, Kaylee says this, I feel disconnected, like I'm going to miss the opportunity. Is anyone else feeling this, this way? Well, exactly what I saw was the people who are standing in front of the dark closed door are feeling disconnected, and, and this is the time right now, Kaylee, or those who are feeling this, right now, take the five strategies and get a breakthrough and see what happens. I want to hear about it too. Let us know how this works out, everybody. Stacy says, how do I know if a prophetic word given to you is from God or from Satan? Wow, this is a good question. And I used to say, if you knew the answer to that, you'd write a book and, eh. but you know what? I know the answer to that. It's really easy. The heart, the, between God and Satan's not hard. You know, the, between God and you is hard. You know, that's, you need to know if it's God yourself or Satan, because your own soul can talk a little bit loud. It can sometimes sound even with me. I can got to be careful of that. But to, to know if it's from God or Satan, do this test. When I train people, you need to learn to discern. So what you do is you go back and you look at the last time that God spoke to you that you know it was God or answered a prayer, something like that, and study it. Look at it. Because Hebrews 5.14 says, that uh, talks about that the uh, uh, about those who use their gifts over and over that uh, those are the ones but but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil that's God from Satan so you need to constantly use your gifts you need to constantly use and study how it came to you and then you'll begin to discern whether it's uh, from you uh, or the Lord or uh, Satan. That's one, one way. That's my battery test that I use for it. Here's one from Matthew. <clears throat> I have food allergies and I never, I've had, never had before the chemical sensitivity. So what is it? Well, it hit me too, Matthew. Suddenly, a few years ago, I was suddenly hit with the massive chemical sensitivity and food allergies and I was allergic to everything all of a sudden. It was an attack of the enemy. And um, it was so, I got a cute case. I mean, really bad. And so here's what I did. I actually got a hold of a message that, uh, that through um, Dr. Henry Wright and his book, uh, he has a book called A More Excellent Way. Now, it's, it's big and thick and it could, like sometimes confusing because so much revelation in there. But listen, the spiritual root to chemical sensitivity or allergies is the lack of love. Believe it or not, I couldn't believe it, even me as a minister after all these years, when it came down to a 1 John 4, 18. But, but um, perfect, many people are not in perfect love because if you have perfect love, it will cast out fear. That's what it says. Perfect love will cast out fear because fear is a tormentor or involves torment. Read it in the New King James Version, 1 John 4, 18. There are tormentors assigned to people right now because of the fear. There's fear everywhere. That's why I say, get out of chronic fear, because now you're seeing sicknesses. You're seeing people go crazy and shoot people. It's, it's all from uh, the lack of 1 John 4, 18. It's the lack of understanding. People are getting sick. Uh, people are getting allergies and chemical sensitivities because our bodies, even, you know, our physical body, you can treat it with drugs, but you, I tell you, it won't work. I treat it with everything. It wouldn't work until I cast out the tormentor. There was a tormentor of fear coming against me from the time I was young, very young, had all kinds of tragedies. And it had got me away from perfect love. Once I started focusing on perfect love, six weeks into it, I started getting deeper inner healing. I started just focusing on love God, 
love your neighbor, love yourself, love. I started focusing on love. I tell you, last year, a year ago at this time, I got healed of that chemical sensitivity like that. And they, I tell you, the enemy had lied to me and I thought I would never be able to go into my garage again. My mold sensitivity was so bad. I thought I was gonna, I, I even had to throw things away. I thought I'd never, I'm in the, I was just in the garage yesterday. I mean, it's not an issue anymore. And, and um, I'm still working through, it's my immune system still working through things, but I'm saying, grab hold of us. Now listen, I did a webinar that pulled it all together um, for people and it's called Accelerating Your Time to Heal. Check that out. You could actually use the 38% off right now to get Accelerating Your Time to Heal. This is, it was done just two months after I got healed of chemical sensitivity, Lyme disease, and things that had been holding me back for years. And I pulled it all together, what I had, how I had learned how to apply perfect love. That's for a lot of people right now. You need to get this in your spirit. Grab hold of that webinar, uh, that online training as well. All right, this is from JD. When will we start seeing justice and repayment happen? I'm very discouraged trying to hold on. Well, I'm expecting, well, I can't really say that it's going to happen to you and everybody. It's not a blanket thing. It's like everything. Let's say that, uh, you know, that the government issues some kind of rebate or refund, but you had to file a form. Remember the junk for junkers or cash for junkers? When uh, it was years ago, they started giving money to junk for junk cars. The government was. And if you didn't file your form, you wouldn't have gotten it. And that's the way it is with justice and repayment. You need to file for it. And this is part of the ask, seek, and knock thing. It's also part of the courts of heaven, part one and part two. I, I walk you through. I spent a lot of time on the spirit of justice and how to get repayment by opening a case. And again, if you haven't gotten those, it's a good time. The next couple of days, you can get it for 38% off. It would be the best money ever spent. And this will break these things for you and line it up for you. You got to file the form. You got to file with it, with the Lord. You know, that's in prayer. You do it in prayer. And you there's some things that you can do. But also, if you're very discouraged, listen to this again, because you might qualify with the five things that I just mentioned earlier about aligning, getting an alignment with those five things that we had just talked about, those who had been standing in front of the closed door. All right, just a second. The power is so strong. You know, um, the internet is an amazing thing. And God has called us. He, he called me back in 2008. Uh, he gave me a strategy. He said, I want you to go global. I want you to start do things on the internet and it took us a while and, and we got hacked at our website. It was really, it was a rough road. And, uh, but here we are. When we finally grabbed hold of the internet, the Lord increased us four times. We could have never done it. And he did it for us. But we still had to do things. But I asked, I tell you, I asked for the strategy because we would have been $50,000 in debt because I went the old way. When he told me to go to the internet, I made a mistake. I still, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll get this building and start a school of ministry as well and do the internet. All that put us 50, we had never been in debt as a ministry that put us $50,000 in debt. And that's uh, after laboring over it for two years to reduce the debt, we got it down to 30,000. Then I finally just said, ask, seek and knock. I need a strategy, Lord. And I, he said, go back to what I told you before. Go after the internet. He gave me a strategy, and I kid you not, we we paid off the thirty thousand dollars of debt in three in in um, one week without an offering. It was not. It was an internet strategy, and I'm not saying you can do this, but the Lord woke me up like that. Wow, that's why we do everything that we're doing right now. That's why, as I'm I'm saying this, because there's many people in front of the closed door right now who are called to be part of something new and you're called to finance things and like me have a business or an ability, the anointing, the Joseph anointing, but maybe you're like me, you're 30 to $50,000 in debt. Then I'm not now. We're not in debt anymore because we got back to what God called us to do and God's going to release a strategy to you as well. All right. I'm, I'm so excited for what's coming. Colette, uh, I think it's Colleen or Colette, Colette uh, asked this. 
I'm a cashier and I often see numbers that speak to me. Uh, is God speaking to me uh, or to the customer? Probably either or. I don't know. With me, it's both. Most of the stuff that he speaks to me is for someone else. So I usually, here's what you do. Put on your own oxygen mask first before helping someone else. You ever hear that? That's the same with the prophetic and words from God. So what you do is you apply it to yourself first, then you share. This is what we do in my ministry. If the Lord gives us something that we know that maybe it sounds like an adjustment, like we need to repent for something, we do it ourselves first before we possibly, because there's a spiritual principle that Jesus said, you know, why, why try to remove a, a, a speck from someone else's eye if you have a log in your own? So I always live with the speck log idea, you know, uh, is if God's giving you a number, then do it yourself, then try it with someone else or just pray. It doesn't matter, but it's so cool that you're hearing numbers like that. AC says this, asks, what does it mean when your age and your birth year align? I don't know, but mine does. I'm 59 tomorrow. I turn 59 tomorrow and I was born in 1959. And so I don't know what that means except alignment. It means perfect alignment. I, had, I mean, I, I know that much. When I say I don't know, I don't really have a big teaching on it or anything except that God is bringing you into the perfect alignment for your life. And for me, you know, the, I know that there's some certain things uh, in the Bible the Lord has spoken to me that would start happening when I turned 59, believe it or not. When I turned 59, it would start happening because when I'm 60, it's going to be a very important time. And I, right before this very powerful stuff, uh, you know, uh, I almost died. That's when I got sick and almost died and went down to 130 pounds. I mean, I'm still only 150. I, I might look bigger behind this little camera, but the Lord is moving right now. He's doing something to align you right now. I'm just saying. Here's one from Tanya. I was earning a lot of money and giving a lot away, but now I barely give anything. What happened? Well, it might have been a season. And that's what I, you know, sometimes there's a season. If you want it to flow again, you want it to flow, take the five steps I just told you just now. Go through that and you're going to see it, Tanya. Things are going to flow and open up. Here's Tony. He's, he asks, uh, do you feel a shift in intercession or for intercessors right now? Absolutely. I wish I could write a book on it, but I don't have time. I have been in a time, a season of intercession. I have been as a, a prophetic intercessor and the Lord keeps telling me that he's awakening the watchman once again, the Ezekiel three watchman. And there's a misunderstanding of that. The prophetic intercessors are, need to rise up right now. The Lord showed me that the intercession going around the world right now, they're in like little, little sleeper cells, like the terrorism groups. No one knew about each other, but guess what? The prophetic sleeper cells, the intercession sleeper cells were stopping terrorism and they didn't know it. They didn't know that they were working with others in conjunction in the Holy Spirit. I saw this elaborate plan the Lord had where he was releasing strategies to the prophetic intercessors and they were like sleeper cells, but the Lord's about to wake up the sleeper cells and bring them together. This is a time, folks, to intercede. I have a prayer assignment right now and I shared a little bit of it on the Courts of Heaven 2 uh, uh, online training about my strategy the Lord gave me to pray for, for North Korea. And uh, I'd been praying, you know, both on a, a personal level with people, uh, bigger level cities, states, and the North Korea revival, actually, that we're going to see. Then all of a sudden, we're seeing these things start to pop, a possibility of talks. I'm just saying, the prophetic intercessors wake up, rise up right now. The Lord wants to use you for this next move. And what prophetic intercession is, is that you, you intercede, but you ask the Lord how to pray. That doesn't mean that you can't not pray. I pray a list. I print out my list. And I, it's like a strategy that I pray because I want to make sure that I cover the biggies. You know, I want to pray for the president. I want to pray for our partner students. I want to pray for my household. I want to do all those things. I want to use some verses. And so we pull together some verses. It's so important right now. Some breakthrough verses. Get a breakthrough strategy. The Lord is about to use the prophetic intercessors like never before. All right, let me just pray over everybody. 
Wow, Lord, we just thank you for this word. The word about the repayment and the fivefold repayment strategy that just came this week. And I ask God that the, that the seeds that die right now would spring up. Anything that we die to right now would spring up into greater things. Lord, show us how or what to lay down. Show us how to do it. Show us where to give, what to do. Show us right now, but release us from this bondage of uh, releases from the, uh, the, the pain and the struggle and the frustration of trying to do it right. And that we enter into your grace. We enter into a time and a season of grace. Release the, the fast over California to break negativity. There's so many people that are negative towards California because they, I don't know why they just judge California. But the Lord said, if we break it, we're going to see a revival start. And in Jesus' name, we release that. We release any negativity over us right now. We repent and release it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, everybody. God bless you. Thanks to my team. And be sure to check out DougAddison.com. And for the next uh, two days, uh, I think it's till the 10th, uh, you can get 38% off of uh, everything. It's a lot of things that I mentioned. Consider donating to us as well. Uh, you can also, we have ways to, you can give, uh, you can text even. But uh, God bless you and see you on the internet.